0: Going into the season, I said, it's going to be one or two things that's going to happen. And I'm just, I said it. I said, they're either going to be really good. They're going to go make a deep run in the playoffs, probably win a Super Bowl. That's the chance they could do. And then I'll be happy because I don't care because they win the Super Bowl. Or they're not going to make the playoffs or they're going to do poorly. And Jason Garrett's going to get fired. I'm going to tell you right now, Jason Garrett's getting fired. He's getting fired. So let's get that out the way. He's getting fired after this season. He will not be coaching the Dallas Cowboys. Therefore, I'm happy. I'm happy about that. I'm very happy about that because here's the thing that you get with Jason Garrett. You will get eight and eight at best, mediocre at best. He'll he'll keep you. He'll tease you. He'll keep you mediocre. But here's what's gonna happen. He's always gonna he's always gonna get out coached. He's always gonna get out coached. There's not a time in the game unless his talent. Overwhelms the other team. He's going to get out, coach. It's plain and simple. You didn't see it in the three straight games they didn't lost this season. Three, three straight. He's hurt. On third and long, Prescott runs it up the middle. 15, 10, 5, diving to the run. Boys, that's what I'm talking about. 35-17, your boys took care of business. You always talk about Dak Prescott. Let me tell you what Dak Prescott did. 158.3, that's the quarterback rate. Four touchdowns. Dak Prescott let them boys up. Them boys, first game of the season, last
1: they appear on television so often that their faces are as familiar to the public as presidents and movie stars. They are the Dallas Cowboys, America's team.
2: Look at us. Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Avengers
0: Welcome back to the Zero to 100 Podcast, episode 49. Football is back! Ah, As the man Paul Rudd said, hey, look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. So, I am so pumped. It's week one. I apologize because it's been a minute since I got the last episode out. Uh, Unfortunately with technology you can have some errors and issues and for some reason i have lost the recording i did for my uh the conversation i had with my very good friend christina so i actually am rescheduling and i uh, gonna re-record that episode which is very frustrating because we had a really good conversation talking about the uh, democratic national convention and um talking about people's reaction to cardi b and Megan The Stallion's WAP and uh, that dived into a more serious subject matter about women's um, rights and um, you know uh, and victims of abuse and stuff like that it was I man, I'm really frustrated I'm really upset because it was such a good conversation but anyway uh that's not what this episode is about as I said football is back it's week one uh, I'm very excited. I'm very happy that it's here because there was a, there was some times where I was doubting. I was like, how is this going to happen with uh, coronavirus still going crazy? I didn't see how we could possibly have a football season, but hey, it's here. I'm extremely fired up. And this is not a very long episode because the time I actually recorded it was uh, actually opening night, uh, Chiefs, Texas. So I was... Determined to, to get get it done quickly so I could at least watch that. Uh, but I am joined by uh, fellow Cowboys fans, my brother Corey and my uh, friend Greg. And we, we jumped on and we actually just did uh, a, our, you know, re-evaluation of, of our prediction for the Cowboys this season. What we thought it was going to be. And uh, we even talked about uh, we're we're all in a fantasy football league together, so we talked about that as well a little bit. Uh, I'm I'm fired up. Uh, like I just I'm I'm excited that it's here. Uh, I you know I'm gonna come back at the end of the episode to wrap everything up and then try to give you guys a preview of what's to come because uh, I am gonna be a lot more consistent because I have more time now um, and and able to get this thing going and there's so much stuff to talk about I mean even the last time I posted it there was so many things that went on that I really want to talk about I mean before the last episode or after the last episode I posted there was the uh shooting of uh Jacob Blake which really sparked things again and there was the Republican um convention which was a freaking
1: that
0: was ridiculous and um then, even the shocking, the incredibly shocking sudden death of Chadwick Boseman, uh, who played Black Panther, and that one was crazy. Just, it was, that, that was nuts, and and even that, like, my reaction to that, uh, you know, I want to talk about that in some upcoming episodes. So, anyway, I'm glad you guys are back. There's a lot of things that's going to be coming in the future for the 0 to 100 podcast. Sorry for the delay, but football's back. You can't be mad. Football's back. It's week one. It's Dallas Cowboys. Let's go. This is the Zero to 100 podcast. Let's go. So welcome back. It's the Zero to 100 podcast. I got my brother Corey on. What's up, Corey? Hey, what's up? And I got my friend Greg. What's up, Greg? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? So, I had you guys back on because the season starts today. Tonight is Chiefs, Texans. While I care about that, I really don't because this Sunday is going down. It's Rams, <laughs> Cowboys. That's what I'm waiting for is Sunday night football. Now, I went back and I listened because I had Greg, I had you on, I had Aaron on and we went through the whole season. And... um did our predictions for what we thought that record was going to be? And I, I had to look, go back and look, look at it, and listen to it, and see if you uh, wanted to revise yours as well. So, Aaron had them going eleven and five. Uh, you had them going thirteen and three. I initially had them going thirteen and three as well, but then I was like, I talked myself into it. I was like, I don't care. It's the boys. I got them going fourteen and two. <laughs> but. So, uh, but that was, like, before training camp and all that other stuff. Corey, uh, when the schedule came out, did you have, like, a, a, a thought of what you thought they were going to do, even though it was way too early to predict?
1: No, I didn't have a number in mind. I, I, you know, am not, like, having a schedule in front of me, but I felt like um, they're at least a 10-win team just based off of talent. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got a schedule in front of me now, and – 14 and 2 isn't crazy, but because you know <laughs> they, they I see it split with the Eagles, I'll go 13 and 3. Okay, so do you like I, I, I all right, Greg, did you want to revise it? Do you think that
0: like uh after everything, do you think they still gonna be 13 and three? Well, I think I, I think
2: when if I can if my memory serves me correctly, I think we, we did that podcast before the draft, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. So since we did that podcast before the draft. I'm a, uh I am gonna change my prediction and I'm gonna ride with you on that 14 and two. <laughs> you know what I mean, see My baby CD. You know, he, he's good. Um, he's good enough to get us that that extra win right there. And um, you yeah. know, I was super excited. I mean, I, I'm a huge Oklahoma fan. I remember. Um, you know, and, and it's just and, and, and that goes back to just some of my favorite Cowboys players. Whoever played for the Cowboys came from Oklahoma. You got DeMarco Murray, Roy Williams. Mm-hmm. I mean. He will lay the hit on you, but he ain't gonna wrap you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a lot of a lot, lot and I and even like a lot of players that weren't drafted uh to the Cowboys, you know, I love Jalen Hurts. I was upset when the Eagles grabbed him. Um yeah. I, I mean I, I I love Baker Mayfield, man. I love I love him. Um, Kyler Murray, there's all those dudes out there. Mark Andrews, I was actually upset that we didn't draft Mark Andrews because remember, he was sitting there waiting for yeah. us to pick him after Dallas Goddard got stolen from us. Yeah. So I was real upset we didn't get him, so you know, just watching C.D. Lamb over the over these past years, I mean, it for us to be able to land him and get him, that was that was that was you know, unphenomenal. I mean, that was phenomenal, man. And this, I was I was texting my friends back and forth like, "We gonna get him? We not gonna get him?" And I don't care what nobody says. I guess I'm. I'm I you call me biased because I'm an Oklahoma fan, but he was the best wide receiver in that draft.
0: See, it's funny because I remember you saying that before. Uh, like we we had talked about it, and you were. Um... You were saying how you was hoping they would be able to to get them, but you you didn't think it was going to be a reality. Um, didn't think so. Yeah, well, but Oakland did us. Pretty... A,
2: Oakland, Oakland did us a solid though. Yep. When they when they drafted Rugs, he did. They did us. They did us a solid by drafting yep. him. Yep. And, and so, so once I saw them draft Rugs, I was like, okay, man, like this might be. You know, this might this might be something that we might have a chance to capitalize on here. Mm-hmm. And, and and thank God we did. And especially with Amari Cooper and him wanting to play, him not wanting to play. he's all, yeah. I think he's already hurt, right? Hamstring injuries or something, issues or something like that? I, I thought I saw so. something about a I hamstring. I think so. Yeah, so, I think you know, so. It, having, having a guy like CD with that, you know, great run after the catch, man. Yep. I, I, he's good enough, in my opinion, to squeak out that extra win. So I'm going – I'm riding with you with that 14-and-2.
0: So, I, I I was giving this some thought. I was like, you know what? I was like, 14 and two, that's a lot. And then it's all crazy. You don't know what's going on with the, the COVID. was no preseason. And I was like, you know what? I was like, let me reevaluate. Re- let me think about it for a minute. And I was like, no, I, e-, I was like, 10 wins, I easily see it. It's always like, I, I see them getting into 10 wins. Because in reality, if they had a kicker last year, they would have at least won 10 games. But I was like, you know, I give him a 10, and I was like, well, I see him 12-4. And I was like, but you know what? I was like, I need to be objective about this thing. Well, I've been objective. THEY STILL GOING 14-2! THAT'S WHAT go. I'M TALKING ABOUT! THEY STILL GOING TO DO IT! i STILL run, Look,
2: man, look, man, you had me nervous there. I'm like, yo, yeah, man, I, I hopped <laughs> in the passenger seat. they to jump
0: out on me. Nah, they <laughs> still, I feel, okay. I'm feeling it. Because, yo, I was like, all I've been hearing all about uh, training camp. and CD Lamb has been lighting it up. Yeah. I like CD I like Amari Cooper. I yeah. like Michael Gallup. Everybody's sleeping on Michael Gallup. I'm like, yeah. OK.
2: But here's one thing. Here's one thing. Don't forget. There's a guy that's still sitting on his couch right now. Got it in little little issues. We talked about with yeah. his baby, my his wife. Yeah, and yeah, mom, yeah. Still sitting on a couch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hey, no, so, so hey, that that no. you, know, you know, you know, if we sign him, we might have to hop, hop on another podcast. That's that, good for another that, one. That's on fifteen <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> so, let, me, let me go there for a little bit. So, uh, Corey, what, what do you think? Do you think there's
1: any chance that the Cowboys sign Earl Thomas? I don't know. I mean, it, it it it's looking like it would have to be some kind of injury or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I guess the longer that he sits out there, uh, there's always that chance that Dallas would, you know, uh, take a chance on him. And, and I think this season is going to be kind of crazy with injuries and yeah. COVID. So it's like you never know yeah. what the rosters will look like. Who who might end up, you know, going away. So yeah. I, I hope they still, you know, are, are open to having him. You know
0: I mean? that, yeah, but. that's my thing. I mean, I was excited when I heard Baltimore was letting them go, but then every everything I was hearing down there, um, they were saying that Dallas wasn't really interested. Then Jerry Jones came out and was like, "Oh, you can't say that." Like, you know, I, we haven't made a decision on that, but I, I do think they like um, they like the guys they got. They like Xavier Woods, Darian Thompson beat out Ha Ha Clinton Dix for the other uh, safety spot. And then I know they just signed uh, Brandon Carr. And from what I'm hearing, they supposedly going to play him at safety. But right now he's just on the practice squad because they got different rules for the uh, practice squad this year because of COVID. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm pumped for Earl Thomas. I mean, I'm a little nervous only because of the stuff they was talking about coming out of Baltimore. Like, he kind of crazy a little bit. And there was that crazy situation with his uh, wife his ba- or his baby mom, tracked them down with him and uh, his brother and some other chicks. So, so I mean, I, I don't know. I was like, I just – but I know if we get them, that defense, I'm just – Yeah. I'm, uh, Look, man.
2: Look, man, we've been there. We've been there, done that with used car. You know what I mean? Only used cars I'm getting – is out the coin machine. <laughs> go, ahead and get, go ahead and get Earl
0: Thomas off that couch. We know he's in shape. Yep, yep. that he's in shape. Yeah, I, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up, though. Um, so let me, let me ask y'all this. Is there any players – I'm going to ask you, are there any players on offense that you feel like you fired up about, like some uh, somebody that's under the radar, or you could go with a guy that's obvious – uh, and then give me a player on defense that you fired up about.
2: Uh, well, I think for me, I think, I I, I think the, the 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 player on offense, that I'm probably looking. well, Actually, I mean, I'm sorry. There, there's going to be two, right? So mm-hmm. like, I mean, you said one. There's going to be two. Um, and the the first one is going to have to be uh, on my on my man Joe Looney. You know he filled in for us and did a really really good job, but now him being, the, the, I'm assuming he's a full time starter. Except the rookie week, I don't think he's going to be ready. Um, so if he's a full time starter at center, I mean I, I think he will be able to do a phenomenal job because every time he's ever filled in, he's been he's been serviceable. So I'm excited to see um, if he if he I got to look and see if he is as a starter. But if he is the starter, I'd be interested to see if how he matures into being like a starting center. Because mm-hmm. I believe he can do the job. I believe he can, you know, he can play any of those interior offensive lineman positions at a high level. Um, my second is going to be Blake Jarwin. You mm-hmm. know, is this him on—is this seeing him on the football field? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, we're all diehard Cowboys fans, so and, you know, and, um, we could be honest here. We know that Jason Witten stole a lot of, a lot of, a lot of opportunities from him. And whenever mm-hmm. he got a chance with the ball in his hand, he made he made good things happen. And then to have Dak co sign for him and saying he's possibly the most athletic person on the on the whole team that goes to, that goes to say something right there. So I'm excited to see him actually get involved in this offense. I'm a little concerned there might not be enough footballs to go around, but, hey, that's what 14-2 and two do.
1: Mm-hmm. How about you, Corey? Anybody on offense? Um, I was going to say Blake Jarwin, but uh, since Greg mentioned him and I mention the other guy uh, that I'm excited about, C.D. Lamb, you know, like – I didn't know much about him coming into the draft, but you know for him to fall to seventeen and it seemed like everyone was saying he was you know one of the best if not the best in this draft. I'm just really excited to see how he fits in with the uh the, rest mm-hmm. of the offense if
0: yeah, for for me i i would say I, i'm gonna go with like because you guys both mentioned people that I would have said but i'm 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 actually pretty excited about michael Gallup because i i feel like a lot of people are sleeping on him like they i mean he he was over a thousand yards, you could argue he was like, uh, you know, Amari Cooper was one. But you know, my, you know, if Michael, uh, if Cooper was one A, uh Michael Gallup was one B, because he mm-hmm. balled last year, and so and, and he missed some stuff. It was a couple of times where he dropped some stuff that he should have got. So hopefully he'll he'll clean up the drops. But yeah, I'm I'm fired up about Michael Gallup. It, it is gonna be it's a nice problem to have. Cause the other thing is, we still got Zeke. So it's like that yo, the offense, the offense should be humming. Um, all right, let's switch over to defense. The person that I'm excited about seeing on defense is and this is a new addition, and I guess it, it shouldn't matter, but I'm I'm pumped for Everson Griffin. I mean, I'm I'm happy that they got Everson Griffin, man. I I mean I know he's in his 30s, but he's he's only 30. I think he just turned 32. But he's been productive every single season he's been in here, and I'm fired up. Like, I, I just – I don't I see how you can, like, based off of what Robert Quinn did last season, Everson Griffin to me is an upgrade. So if you try to double him, then you got DeMarcus, who should be fully healthy now. Like, I, I'm fired up for Everson Griffin on the defensive side.
1: How about you, uh, Corey? Yeah, I'm prompt to say – um Hmm. Because there's so many, like, new additions or whatever yeah. old additions. So, you know, I, I'm going to just say the D-line, like, you know, with them mm-hmm. adding Alden Smith and yeah. Everson Griffin and then Randy Gregory getting back. Like, I think the D-line is going to be a real strength yeah. of the defense. Yeah, so I'm excited to see how they all fit together and what they do.
0: Okay. How about you, Greg?
2: I mean, I, I'm going to have to piggyback off what Corey said. I'm just excited for that whole defensive line. And, and I, I I don't know how true it is, but I saw a, a, a clip uh, – um, a headline today that said that Tristan Tristan Hill might be penciled in as a first as a as a starter. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I can not wait to see what he has to do. I mean, he seems like he's out of the doghouse. I mean, Rod Marinelli's not, not there, but you know, the same thing that course. said, I'm super excited to see what Alden Smith can do. Um, you know, having five years off. You know, I mean, I, before we even seen highlights of him at practice. You know, they were Jake and all those guys were talking about how phenomenal in shape he was and, and he looks it. But now I'm trying to see, you know, how much football shape he's actually going to be in and if he can still go tap that ATM like he did back when he was in 49ers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so hopefully hopefully he can get out there and, and do some good things. And, and I'll be really interested to see if, like, how, how are what, – what kind of defense we actually start to play now. Yeah. Um it's because, you know, if you got the Smith, you could probably switch him from a 3-4 to a 4-3. But now with Everson Griffin, you're going to have to have him with his hand in the dirt. Yep. You know what I mean? So I'm super excited to see, you know, with this defensive line. And, 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 and it'd, be, it'd be interesting to also see if we kind of have, like, one of those, like, uh, pass rush uh, combinations and sets like the Giants did back in the day when they had all DNs oh, yeah, rushing yeah. for. You know what I mean? Because we could we could legit line up D-Law. Everson Griffin, Randy Gregory, Alden Smith. Yep. And it's time to go get that money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so we, can, we, can, we can legit do that. So be interesting to see if we actually if that's actually gonna be in the plans. And then this and and then also too moving moving further back. I'm really excited to see what Jalen Smith has to offer. If we do, mm-hmm. do that 3-4 type system, if we have him rushing um as one of those rush linebackers. So I'm excited yeah. for that.
0: That's gonna be interesting too, because yeah, in this new scheme. I'm wondering if Jalen Smith is going to take on that kind of Clay Matthews type role where he's rushing the quarterback and, and he really seems to thrive at that. So, uh, well, they said get, they moved, they they they
2: moved Vanderash to the mic. So, yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's, he's the guy there. So, yep. I mean, all the possibilities are open right now.
0: Nope, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm excited for it. So, all right, let me get y'all predictions for this first game. So, the Cowboys, even though they're on the road. Apparently they're three point favorites. Uh, it's going to be an empty stadium, but this is the Rams opening up their new stadium on Sunday night. Like, what do you? What's, what's your game prediction? Do you think the Cowboys are? Uh, like, do you think the Cowboys are going to win? And uh, what's the score you think it'll be?
2: Um, for me, to be honest with you, man, I'm more excited to see what that stadium looks like than to see the Rams play football. I'm just going to be. I'm just going to be honest with you, man. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, here's the thing. We got a rain check that's past due from mm-hmm. what they did to us a couple of years ago in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So
2: I, I anticipate, you know, and, and that whole – that that pretty much that whole playoff team is still there. So mm-hmm. I anticipate them going a little bit more hungry to really show, you know, come out the gate hot, you know, let's go ahead and get this win on the road in the brand-new stadium, kind of do the same thing that Eli and, and the Giants did yeah. us in our opening day stadium. I'm hoping somebody goes in there and autographs something and still stays around and hangs around in there like Eli's <laughs> autograph is hanging around in our locker room.
1: Yeah. Corey, uh, you got a prediction? Yeah, I think Dallas going to win. I'm hoping it's a shootout because I got Robert Woods on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a couple of my fantasy teams. So I'm hoping it's a high-scoring game there. But I, I think Dallas is going to win, especially, like, if it's a shootout, like with all the weapons we got on offense, I think they're gonna be averaging like thirty points a game. So yeah. I'm pumped to see that, and um, you know, I, pre- I predict a Dallas win. Y'all, y'all already know I- I'm predicting a Dallas win. You already know,
0: and uh I- I'm looking for that offense to light it up. I hope the defense is, is creative and get some turnovers. That because that's the thing we've been missing, but. Speaking of fantasy football, this is the last topic I got for you guys since we're all in uh, at least one league together. Me and Corey, I know we're in two. So, how you feel about your uh, fantasy team, Greg? I know you couldn't um, make it to the draft, but you was able to set your team up. How you feel about it?
2: Oh man! I mean, honestly, man, like I didn't really look at it until it was over with, and I was shocked at what who I like who I was able to get. Um, so, so. I mean, I I apologize because, like I told you before, I hate when in my past leagues that, that I've run, I hate when people auto draft, mm-hmm. and so it was one of those things where I didn't want to do it to you because I hated it, but I appreciate you, you know, still oh, including no, it's, me, it's all good. even though I couldn't be there. I mean, I mean, what what can I say? I got Lamar Jackson, Julio Jones, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler. I got a solid tight end in Tyler Higby, backup running back in Mark Ingram. I got Marita Singletary, Hayden Hurst, who who should be more productive now that he's out of that three tight end locker room today, four tight end locker room they had there in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's another, he's another one who, I, who, who I'm, I'm glad I got. Um, I, I noticed that Brandon Cooks is on my roster, man. I stay clear away from Brandon Cooks every single football <laughs> season because every season, single season where I draft that fool, he screws me over. So <laughs> this is a heads up for everybody who's in the league who's listening to this podcast. He will be on waivers pretty soon. I,
0: yeah, I, I felt the pain of Brandon Cooks before. He I mean, him. It, it, it's, it's, I, he came through a little bit, but then yeah, it's always it, it's he gonna he gonna let you down at some point. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, <laughs> I and, feel and you on that. It, it, so, so I mean, it's other than other than that, I got I got the Bears defense. Uh the Broncos defense what concerns me is I just saw the day that Von Miller is yeah. going to be out for a little bit with that, with that ankle. So that kind of yeah. concerns me a little bit. Um but I, was, I got the bears, I got, I got the, the kicker from the from the Chiefs. We know they're gonna put up points. So he's 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 good for at least ten points a game for me. Mm-hmm. So you know, with, with with that being said, with the auto draft and all that stuff, I, I mean I have I got I got no complaints.
0: Well, I I like your team name. I ain't going front. I like the team name. Deck to the you future. Like that? That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yep. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, Corey, how you feel about your uh, fantasy team? Um, I'm pumped for my fantasy teams. like in in the league that we got together, like because because of some of the crazy picks that some people made, I was surprised at the players that I ended up with. But I'm looking forward to it. Like uh, I feel good about um, that league, the the barbershop league that we're in. I'm a little worried about running back. Like I'm not – I don't have much depth but I like my receivers. Um so hopefully you know there'll be enough.
0: Yeah, I I I like my teams uh in both of them. I I mean it's almost it's it's not quite the same cuz uh, I picked uh, I mean I picked from the same spot but in both drafts but yeah in in the uh the league that we're in together guys the Game of Thrones league Yeah, some of them picks I was sitting there cuz um I had two of my friends on, and we was just sitting on like, what? Huh? Like, what is that pick? <laughs> like, we was cracking up. But, yeah. It, Who was number, uh, number one overall? Uh, it was uh, my one friend from high school. His, uh, his team was Clay Monsters. Now, unfortunately, it, I, I screwed up with the draft order because I, I read the instructions wrong that you had to log in the hour before to arrange the order. And so it ended up being a random order. So it wasn't the order that I picked uh, that I gotten from the uh, generator. So that was the only thing that frustrated me that day. Because I had people text me, "Hey, why am I picking here?" And I was like, "Look, it's a mess up. I messed up. Either we can, you know, redo it, or you just accept that it is, But everybody was pretty much most most people were cool because it, it didn't move in that much. It was a few people that got mixed up um, from where it was, but. It would have been interesting how it was because I was picking dead last in the other one, so it's you know I I still think I would have got a number of good people just based off of how some of the people was drafted. So, but yeah, and then the other league that I'm in with Corey, uh, that's the one that's the cutthroat league. That that choice, <laughs> like it was funny because I had two guys from that league in this one as well, and they were saying to me, they was like, "Do people trade in this one?" I'm like, "Yeah, we trade in the Game of Thrones league, the other one." You got to really, like, it, you can trade, but it's, it's tough because you got people that's that's more cut through in, in that one, so they, they be doing it. But, all right, I really appreciate you guys jumping on. I, I told you I wasn't going to keep you long because uh, I'm ready for some football as well. But I look forward to having you guys back on during the season. Y'all have a good night.
2: All right, man, thanks. I appreciate it. All right, Corey, I'll talk to you, man. Nice meeting you.
0: I'll be texting you Sunday night. Word, word. All
2: right, I right. talk to you, Have
0: a man. Good one. Peace right, out, Corey. Once again, big shout out of thanks to my guest, uh, Corey, and my friend um, Greg. So it's going down tonight. Uh, I wanted to post this before the Cowboys game, so even though I, I know you guys are gonna be watching football while this has been posted, make sure you check out the Zero to One Hundred podcast. Um, so I did post this before in the Cowboys game I don't know what's going to go down tonight I will say this I'm feeling good like I know I was the 14-2 prediction was a bit wild I ain't even even to front like it's really tough for a team to go 14-2 but looking at the Cowboys schedule and again we don't know what's going to happen especially with a new coach new system and everything but I feel like the new coach and the new system is going to be to the benefit. It's like I said, the very opening, what I put in the opening for this episode, when I was, that was, in fact, that was after the Jets game. That was when the Cowboys had lost three games straight, and I was just hot. Couldn't believe they lost to the freaking Jets, who were 0-4 at the time. And I was incredibly infuriated. I was so freaking bad. So I knew that Jason Garrett was going to get fired at the end of the year. I'm overjoyed. I can't express enough how happy I am that Jason Garrett is not coaching the Dallas Cowboys. It's like a dream come true to sit there and watch the Cowboys game tonight and know that Jason Garrett is not a part of it regardless. Even if the Cowboys happen to lose this first game of the season, I don't care because I'm happy that Jason Garrett is going and I think it's going to be something different. But I do think the Cowboys are going to win tonight. Uh, last time they played the Rams, they smashed them. They absolutely destroyed them. Now, that was last year. They ain't got nothing to do with this year. But it's going to be weird. There's no fans going to be in the stands for the uh, for the Rams for opening their new stadium. And I don't know if that's going to help the Cowboys. I feel like it will. Um, Cowboys fans usually travel well regardless. So, maybe it hurts them because they don't have anybody there. So, anyway, I'm pretty fired up for tonight. I will say I do think the Cowboys are going to win. Um, I'm gonna like, I, you know, I think it's it may be a shootout because I don't know what the defense is gonna do. I'm I'm very excited about the Cowboys' defense, um, especially compared to last year. Especially like as we said, that D line, the pass rush, having Everson Griffin now, having Demarcus Lawrence fully healthy and uh, full participant in the limited camp that they did have. Like, I'm I'm just I'm excited about where this could go. Uh, I do think the Cowboys are going to win. I'm going to say I think they're going to win 34-27. I think they'll win by a touchdown. So who knows? We'll see. Uh, Coming up in the future episodes, like I said, there was a really good conversation I had with my friend Christina about the Democratic National Convention. And then um, even though somehow I do not know how I lost that recording, I don't know what happened, but... I already scheduled, rescheduled her, so we're gonna uh, talk again, and actually, we'll probably talk about both conventions um, and just the election in general um, because this is majorly important. I am very, very overjoyed to see the the push for voting, the push that everybody is is out there trying to get people to vote and to understand that if you do not like what's going on in this country, if you do not like what things are happening. You have to have your voice be heard. You have to be counted. You have to get out there and let your voice be heard. And voting is a part of that. It's very, very important. Please don't be like those people that just be like, well, my vote doesn't matter. It doesn't count anyway, so I'm not even going to vote. It does matter. It does count. You have to do it. It does count. It does matter. And. I don't want you to feel like it doesn't. Yes, the Electoral College is very, very infuriating. It doesn't make any sense. It's an antiquated system that doesn't really, to me, reflect the true desire of a nation. Like, this dude, Trump, lost by over 3 million votes last time. That's insane to me. The majority of the country did not want this dude to be president. And yet, because of the Electoral College, he ended up becoming president. And we're paying for it. So it does count it does matter the states that he did when he barely won by less than one percent it was less than one percent that he won pennsylvania by so that's absolutely insane to me you gotta have your voice be heard it does matter it does count don't let anyone tell you different um so that's gonna be on and then again we had a really good discussion i mean it was funny because the the subject matter, like, we were talking about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's WAP, and, you know, I talked about it briefly with my wife, but I wanted to get some other perspective who actually enjoyed the video or the song. And um, so, Christina has some really funny and interesting points, and it just it drives me crazy as she, she, that we didn't have the recording, but that led to us talking about women empowerment, and it, it, it just talked about... Um, you know women's that uh, excuse me women that have suffered from domestic violence and I know you probably well how the heck did y'all get there well I'm not going to try to say we'll recreate it or whatever but we are going to have a conversation about it again it was just it was good and it, it was enlightening for me as well um, but also coming up uh can't give you the exact date of when this is, but this is something that I've been wanting to do before because my uh, wife's uh, st- uh, stepfather, who's actually uh, incarcerated right now, wrongfully incarcerated, I've been wanting to do an episode talking about his situation and try to get his, his story out there because you see it all the time where people get attention and they get the story and then people actually look into their case and... He's been trying for years and years to get the Philadelphia District Attorney, uh, Larry Krasner, to listen to his appeal and listen to his case because he has been wrongfully uh, incarcerated for a crime he didn't do. And it's, you know, he's serving a life sentence right now for something that he didn't do. And it's just, it's horrifying, it's terrible, but um, he's been fighting for years to try to get his story out there. And then I've been wanting to to get everything together so i can put his story out there and i know that i don't have a super large audience in terms of who listens but if you do have experience with those type of legal matters and appeals and trying to um, you know get wrongfully convicted people out please hit me up let me know just email zero to 100 pod at gmail.com that's the number zero t-o the number 100, P-O-D at gmail.com. I know typically I, I do silly episodes and I'm I'm doing. Like, I, you know, 0 to 100 is, is, I've always called it, like, it's a society type podcast because it's like, it's whatever I'm feeling at the moment. Like, I'm passionate mostly about sports and politics and movies and stuff. And so those are the subject matters that I typically cover. But every now and then, there are very serious things that's going on in, in, in our country and it's going on in our lives. And, and so I definitely like to address the serious matters as well. And this is a very, very serious matter. And he's been really fighting for his life uh, for years. And I just want to try to help in any way that I can, even though you know, I, I may be limited in my scope or my view or the things that I can get done, but I can try and get his story out there. So that's what I'm going to be trying to do as well. So like I said, this is a really short episode, not like my typical ones, but I apologize for getting this out so late. I will definitely be on top of it more. So the next zero to 100 podcast, I am aiming for to get out within this, uh, com- well, within this week, because it's Sunday today. Uh, so <laughs> either the end of this week or next Sunday. so, Just make sure you come back. Let me know how I'm doing. Uh, Hope you've been enjoying the Zero to One Hundred podcast as much as I've been enjoying doing it. Like I said, I'm weird transition. I don't have any like transition things to do. But football's back. I'm fired up. Let's go. Week one, Dallas Cowboys. Let's take care of business tonight so I can be fired up. You'll get my reaction regardless in the next episode of what happened from the Cowboys on Sunday night. This is the Zero to One Hundred podcast. We out.